Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today about healthcare privacy and information security, and we're talking with Cliff Baker, Chief Strategy Officer with High Trust. Cliff, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Tom. It's a pleasure to be here. Cliff, just to give us some context, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself, about your role, and tell us about High Trust as well. Sure. Tom, uh, uh, I'm the Chief Strategy Officer for High Trust Alliance, and essentially my role at the organization is to listen and collaborate with our industry alliance members on approaches that will streamline the adoption of information security in healthcare and essentially and eventually foster trust amongst the various stakeholders. I'm also uh, personally passionate and dedicated to issues around privacy rights and the rights of patients to keep their personal information confidential. Uh, I, our mission overall from a high trust perspective is essentially to streamline and improve how information security is adopted across the industry. Uh, we recognize that there were many forums for information security uh, across all industries, but we also recognize that healthcare has its own issues and own uh, uh, complexities uh, that required a dedicated forum and dedicated focus uh, by uh, organizations and industries to, to address those challenges and to determine solutions that will actually work for this industry specifically. And so that's really what we're focused on. We're focused on bringing the various participants in the industry together to collaborate uh, and work on a sort of kind of defining and figuring out what those solutions should be. Well, let's dive into some of those issues, Cliff. We hear an awful lot about medical identity theft. We hear about compliance with HIPAA and high tech. But give us a sense of what you see is really the key issues surrounding information security in healthcare today. Sure. I think for, uh, unfortunately, for many organizations in the industry, uh, fundamentally, too many of these organizations see security as merely a compliance uh, distraction and a, and a, a checklist issue. Uh, you know, uh, engaged uh, attorneys get policies in place, and that's really kind of the extent to which they see inf- information security. You know, the message isn't quite clear uh, to many organizations, or uh, the issue is not quite clear with respect to how important a role security plays with respect, and particularly in an automated environment, uh, an automated environment which kind of healthcare is moving at a very rapid pace. Uh, it's not clear to many of these organizations what role security plays in ensuring uh, the delivery of quality care and preventing harm to patients. So, you know, as a recent IOM study stated, a privacy breach can cause, as they say, irreparable harm to patients. And kind of one of the key tenets of this industry is to not cause harm to individuals, but to essentially uh, help and improve the lives of individuals. And as a consequence, uh, there are many organizations uh, in this industry that do take security uh, very seriously and have uh, dedicated a lot of resources, uh, but they're in stark contrast to many organizations that uh, have done very little. And uh, so there are a wide, there is a wide discrepancy of practices uh, in this industry. Uh, there's a wide discrepancy of interpretations around regulatory requirements, specifically HIPAA. And the net result is that we have a lot more breaches. Uh, it's uh, almost kind of a daily event, unfortunately, that healthcare companies uh, are uh, uh, on the breach, uh, uh, you know, uh, kind of within the, in the papers and kind of uh, uh, in the news uh, with respect to breaches. Uh, we have less trust by consumers and patients, and we have less trust between business partners. And what is resulting is a lot more pressure from regulators. Uh, this is leading to 
more regulation at the federal level and a lot more regulation at the state level and a lot of second-guessing uh, by business partners that are exchanging uh, 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 sensitive information. So um, unfortunately, as companies uh, try to do uh, the right thing, and many companies that we're kind of collaborate with, the companies that are trying to do the right thing, they're kind of swept into this overall set of circumstances. And now, as the regulatory environment uh, increases, uh, they're redirecting a lot more effort to compliance efforts than they are to doing the right thing around information security, and this is, uh, this is a fundamental issue that uh, we're, we're trying to handle. So, Cliff, given the broad challenges and really the broad constituency you have, how is the High Trust Alliance going about addressing some of these issues that you've identified for us? Sure. I, you know, I think fundamentally we're about collaboration and communication among the industry participants. So before High Trust, organizations would tackle these issues independently. And what we found when we brought organizations together is uh, it was the same issues. Organizations were spending uh, similar resources, similar costs, tackling the same issues, and sometimes coming out with the same uh, answer and sometimes not. So. Uh, uh, and not purposely come out with different answers, but just just by way of their own process, come out with different answers. So, first and foremost, we create a forum for collaboration and communication. And then, uh, once we had this forum for collaboration and communication, the goal is really focusing on uh, effective and efficient adoption of information security practices. So, it's one thing uh, having consensus. Uh, and that consensus uh, is defined in, in what we call a common security framework, which I'll describe in a moment. But it's one thing having consensus; it's another thing actually leveraging that consensus for you know, productive means. And that's what High Trust is all about: leveraging that consensus for developing efficient and, and effective tools that actually uh, result in the better security practices. One of those kind of key fundamental tools uh, of High Trust is what we call a common security framework. That really is kind of the fundamental building tenet of everything we do. Uh, in 2008, when the alliance essentially got geared up, we developed what we call the Common Security Framework, and it's an overarching compliance framework that represents all of the security requirements of healthcare organizations. And some of those requirements are uh, federal-related requirements, some of those are state-related requirements. Some of those are business-related requirements, such as uh, PCI or uh, COVID that relates to SOX audits or external audits. And so we bore all these in a uh, overarching framework. And before the common security framework, essentially what organizations would do, as I mentioned before, they would independently lay down all their policies and independently review and make sure that they were in alignment with all these different requirements. And requirements are changing fairly rapidly. And as of recently, they're almost changing uh, every other month. Uh, and instead of organizations doing this independently, we, what we've done is we've come together as a group. We developed this, we did this analysis together as a group, and now organizations can leverage it and not have to repeat the exercise uh, and extend the cost independently. And they have uh, kind of the, the backing and comfort of an industry position on certain issues uh, that are ambiguous or uh, unclear. And uh, and we've come together to take an industry position uh, that, that they now can rely on. And then, uh, so the, the common security framework is fundamental, as I mentioned, but we're now leveraging what we've done with respect to the framework to deliver solutions and, and uh, uh, a couple of examples of solutions. We're working with uh, business partners such as Archer Technologies, which has a leading GRC product. Uh, it's very prevalent in other industries. Uh, we're also working with a company called Encircle, which is a, a leading vulnerability management product, which is prevalent in other industries. 
we're working with those companies to deliver solutions that make sense for healthcare, and both those organizations are delivering today solutions based on their kind of participation in high trust that, that are being used and adopted by healthcare organizations because that makes sense to healthcare organizations now. And then uh, uh, one other example I'd like to highlight is we are also providing an assurance program, an assessment type program where organizations assess the environment once against the common security framework because it, as I mentioned, embodies all the requirements of, of all the requirements of a healthcare organization. They assess once and then they have uh, the output can be used for multiple constituents. So they can assess once and then use the results to show due diligence to the federal government, to state governments, to business partners, and to their own executive management. I think those are just a, a couple of key ways that we're trying to actually address efficiencies in the industry. Well, it sounds like you're doing a good job in helping the organizations to handle these compliance issues that they've overly focused on, as you say. Now, how do you advocate just basic, sound, risk and information security practices to these organizations that have been so focused on checkbox compliance? Yeah, I think, uh, I think first and foremost, as I mentioned, collaboration. So, you know, we, we really welcome active participation. Uh, you know, the options now for organizations really are um, go independently, uh, fully align with uh, uh, government requirements such as the NIST 853 requirements, which I think most uh, uh, security professionals and organizations would uh, admit probably is a little uh, overkill for a lot of uh, healthcare organizations, particularly like physician practices. Or the other option that we obviously uh, advocate is getting involved in high trust and actively and proactively working towards uh, uh, solutions that will make sense for our industry. Uh, our, our framework is an embodiment of those sound practices, uh, and what we do is really help the industry organize and prioritize their efforts uh, around those uh, practices. So, um, you know, uh, I, I think uh, uh, kind of cont contributing to kind of uh, industry uh, uh, knowledge bases and tools and uh, practices can go a long way in helping us all streamline these approaches. And then the other thing is just to uh, start building some consistency across the industry with respect to our expectations around information security and our adoption of information security practices. What we're seeing, for example, in the business associate area is that every organization has different expectations of their business associates, and the net result is a very costly and very uh, complicated process where business associates are dealing with multiple requirements and not doing a good job in responding to those requirements, and nobody is comfortable with the overall state of compliance around information security. The, the business partners aren't comfortable with their responses because they're having to deal with so many and so, very, so many varied types of responses, and the actual companies are feeling less and less comfortable because they're not getting kind of uh, the due diligence, they're not doing the due diligence, not getting the response back that they need. So, one thing that we're advocating uh, is simplifying and, and standardizing uh, uh, mechanisms to, to kind of communicate between business partners, and, and uh, we think that will uh, really essentially drive out inefficiencies and kind of streamline security adoption for everybody. Cliff, up front, we talked about healthcare privacy and information security. As you look through the end of this year and into 2010, what are the trends that you're looking to track in those particular areas? Yeah, I think what most, uh, what many organizations are looking uh, right towards right now is just uh, overall uh, uh, compliance and uh, both federal and uh, regulatory and statutory uh, enforcement of, of security principles. So 
Uh, you know, if you look at the context of uh, the new high-tech security and privacy requirements, you know, there there were included in a, in an overall uh, high-tech act, which was uh, part of a bigger uh, 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 stimulus bill, uh, which was really geared to kind of uh, you know reversing kind of the, the financial crisis uh, of this country. And a lot of their focus was around healthcare, and a lot of their focus was around figuring out ways to streamline healthcare spend, and some of that's attached to technology. And, and you know, just kind of from a top-down macro perspective, we believe you know there's high stakes with respect to the security and privacy conversation that regulators are not going to let this issue be a uh, kind of a, um, a, a an impediment to adopting some of the other goals for the Obama administration around adopting health IT and streamlining healthcare spend. So we are fully expecting uh, uh, regulatory pressure to increase. OCR is already talking about uh, proactive audits and enforcement and uh, more active uh, uh, enforcement of penalties in, in 2010. We're also seeing uh, broad uh, adoption by states of new security requirements and Trying to figure out, and then, then trying to figure out how they're going to uh, handle enforcement, and so we think uh, overall compliance is going to be a significant issue for healthcare organisations in 2010 and beyond. And that's one specific goal that we're really focused around: is how can we streamline this for organisations? How can we ensure that all this effort, which is probably well intentioned, doesn't actually have the the opposite effect of what the High Tech Act was trying to accomplish, which was to streamline healthcare spend and cut costs, and, and this will actually have the opposite effect, which will actually increase costs. So uh, we're focused on that topic, and uh, part of our message is to, you know, let organizations that are doing the right thing demonstrate that they are doing the right thing, uh, give those organizations by doing self-assessment for self-reporting and, uh, and uh, using something like the common security framework to do that. And then letting, uh, and then le- having regulators focus on those organizations that aren't doing their due diligence, uh, and uh, letting letting those organizations that are doing the right thing continue to do the right thing, and, and uh, not be distracted by uh, regulatory orders. So that's kind of a key a key issue that really that we're really focused in on. A lot of our participants are really concerned about. Cliff, one last question for you. As you allude, healthcare is on everyone's agenda these days, from President Obama on down. You've spent a lot of time in the industry. Of the issues that matter the most to you, where do you want to see more attention paid as people talk about healthcare? Yeah, certainly. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, I, with respect to high trust and our focus area, and obviously the security and privacy uh, dialogue is, is, is first and foremost and, uh, uh, on our radar. And you know, uh, as I mentioned, kind of in our comments right out of the gate, you know. Certainly, we we would like to see uh, the, the transition from security and privacy being a, a, a compliance uh, conversation to one being kind of uh, fundamental to how delivery of you know, how quality care is delivered. Um, you know, uh, uh, patient uh, privacy rights being uh, kind of a, a key, key component of that. So you know, that's that's one um, one key objective. And then, as I uh, Probably sounding like a broken record, but it's an important issue for us. We want to make sure that uh, uh, the focus of compliance around security and privacy, well, very well intentioned, and, and we we 
we recognise the, the kind of the overall objectives of these compliance efforts from a regulatory and statutory effort. Uh, we want to make sure that those efforts don't, are not counterproductive in terms of creating more cost and in terms of creating more confusion. And there is a way for you know for federal and state agencies to uh, coordinate, uh, to collaborate, and to do this in a streamlined way so we can achieve the overall objectives intended for uh, for healthcare reform and the High Tech Act. Very good, Cliff. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Great. Thanks very much. I appreciate you uh, hosting, hosting me and uh, uh, look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thanks. We've been talking to Cliff Baker, Chief Strategy Officer with the High Trust Alliance. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.